next on PIJN News. Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. End times prophecy is not only in the book of Revelation, which is happening in modern news headlines across the world today, but it's also in a new fictional Christian book series by J.L. Robb called The End, The Book. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we have an interview with an important author and self-published but widely acclaimed, in fact, the Amazon reviews are off the charts for this new book series. Uh, it's called The End, The Book. It's a, it's a Christian fiction novel series. There's seven books already, uh, maybe a movie coming out at some point. J.L. Robb is the author and he's joining us live via Skype. JL, uh, welcome to the program. You go by Jerry. I want to uh, have you introduce yourself. Yes, I go by Jerry Rob, and uh, great to be here. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. Tell us about uh, how you how you came through life, and why did you start writing a book? Well, I came through life. I was uh, <clears throat> I was born in the, in the polio pandemic, and in 1957, when I was 10. I read the book of Revelation and uh, was just scared right out of my shoes and that, but I loved it. And I continued to love it. I drifted away from God later in my life for a few years, but I always remembered Revelation. And then in 1979, as my mom used to say, Jerry found Jesus finally, and I did. I went out and bought a Bible. I read it for the first time from cover to cover read a lot about Bible archeology span to see if any of it had been proven. And by the time I finished, um, about three years later, I was sold completely. And I've read extensively about it and I've read extensively about prophecy. And that's kind of how I got here. Well, I'm excited about prophecy. Uh, you're also a Navy veteran. Talk about your service. I am a Navy veteran. <clears throat> I went in in 1968 and got out in 1974 and graduated from college right after that. And I was stationed with the Marines shortly, even though I was in the Navy, I was a medic. And then um, I was very fortunate later, I thought my mother must have really been praying hard because I got orders to Vietnam twice <clears throat> and both times they were canceled. So I spent most all my time at the uh, Bethesda Naval Hospital in Washington, right outside of Washington, now the Walter Reed Medical Center. And um, that's that's my Navy story. I loved it. It was a great experience for me. Like I said, I was a little bit wild as a younger person. Well, thank you for your service. I, I have a special affinity for Navy medics. They call them corpsmen uh, because I was in the chaplain corps in the Navy, so also a corpsman of sorts. Uh, and you served with the Marines and then uh, at a major Navy hospital. Thank you for doing that. So later in life, you decided to become an author and you wrote this new book series, The End, the book. It's a, it's a Christian fictionalized serial. 
uh, seven different volumes, and the end is about the end times. What inspired you? God inspired me. Um, like I said, I've, I've got religion, as my mom said, in 1979. And I was about 32 years old when I was 53, when I would pray in the morning, which was when I say my main prayers, I just started hearing a voice that said, write your books. It was, it was audible to me, but it was in my brain. At first I didn't pay much attention to it. And then over the years, it didn't happen all the time, it just, but it happened over a 10 year period. And I was talking to my daughter one day and she said, well, I think it's God talking to you. Um, why don't you write your series that you've been thinking about? We started off with book one. Um, I knew I wanted seven right off the bat. We started off with book one, selling it by the chapter over the internet, five chapters at a time. And it was such a success um, just by selling by the chapters. Uh, I found a self-publishing company and went that way. And what happened is I was gonna go with a traditional publisher. I had no idea how hard it was to get an agent. And right after I started writing, I found out I had prostate cancer. I was 63 at that time. Oh my. And I just thought, well, I may not make it the 10 years it takes to get to an agent, a good agent. So I decided to self-publish, and I'm glad I did. Uh, we've sold quite a few books. And like you said earlier, we have all the Amazon reviews average between four and five stars. It's pretty amazing. Well, I'm intrigued by the concept of writing a fictionalized series and publishing it a few chapters at a time, because it's kind of like a cliffhanger, right? If I read five chapters, I'm definitely gonna buy the next five chapters and the next five chapters and the next five chapters because I get hooked on the storyline. Uh, what, is, what is the basic premise and how does, how does the story begin in the end? Book one starts with the lead character, a guy named Jeffrey Ross, who is uh, Duluth, Georgia's Bachelor of the Year though he didn't want to be. He was very much in love with his wife for 25 years, but they ended up getting divorced. And as the story starts off there, he, they got divorced because he did not believe in God. He didn't only not believe in God, he hated God. Uh, he made fun of people that um, believed in God and his wife was quite, quite a Christian. And she finally just got fed up and left after 25 years of marriage. And one of the reasons Jeff was not a believer was his mother used to harp on it all the time when he was a kid. So he was, became, began rebelling. And it's a story where a lot of things his mother told him was gonna happen in the last days actually started happening like unprecedented weather, uh, riots, uh, plagues, you name it, a lot, a lot of what's going on right now actually. And it's, it, it is a cliffhanger. Um, it was a series on TV called 24 that I got hooked on a few years ago because it would always leave me hanging after each segment. And I thought, you know, that's the way I'm gonna write this book. Every chapter leaves you hanging. The last chapter in every book leaves you hanging. And one of the complaints I got from people was, I wish you'd have waited till you had them all written because now I've got to wait six <laughs> months to a year for the next one. But that's just the way it went. God helped me write it. Well, our, our society is now, uh, wanna, they wanna binge watch the entire series like Netflix on one weekend. They don't wanna wait for the next season to come out. Let's take a short break, more with J.L. Robb, who has written the book, no, theendthebook.com after this. How can you discern the thoughts in your own mind 
from the thoughts that come to you from the Holy Spirit, or from angels, or from invisible demons. I'm Dr. Chaps, and you've seen us on this show talk about the gift of discerning of spirits. Maybe you know that I wrote my PhD dissertation entitled, How to See the Holy Spirit and Angels and Demons. And it's all about this important topic of receiving the gift of discerning of spirits. How can you discern the thoughts that come to you? How do you know to learn to hear the voice of God and discern that from the demonic voice which tempts us to sin? Well, this is an important skill and it will change your ministry. It'll change your life, which is why we've created now not just a book, but a 17-part video Bible study on a four-disc DVD set that we would like to send to you and your church and your family and your small group. This important Bible study series goes through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. How did Jesus discern the spirits? How did the Apostle Paul discern the spirits? What does the Old Testament say about demons and the Holy Spirit and angels? When you learn to discern, it will transform your life and your ministry. Please visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org, and get this important video resource. Or call us toll free at 866-Obey-God, and for a suggested donation of $99, we'll give you the entire 17-part Bible study series for just $99. And if you order today, we'll throw in the book for free. Visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org, or call us toll free at 866-Obey-God. Get this important Bible study series for your family. Call today. The Bible says this in James 1, that pure religion before God and the Father is to visit orphans and widows in their trouble. You know, we have been sponsoring up to 259 orphans and children in one of the poorest states in India for many years, but now there is a famine of biblical proportions happening because of the unemployment there. We are sponsoring people who otherwise cannot feed themselves. We've given over $10,000 to feed up to 100,000 meals to the poorest of poor in one of the poorest states in the world. We need your support. We need your financial contributions. Can you help us? There's somebody out there watching who could give $1,000 or even $10,000 toward a matching gift for what we have already provided. Please donate today. PrayInJesusName.org is our website. Or you can call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please help us feed the poor today. Stay tuned for the end of our show to learn how to partner with this ministry. Here's Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined by an author of a Christian fiction series about the end times. Now, one of the best-selling books of all times was uh, Tim LaHaye's prophecy books on Left Behind. So if you think about that kind of, if you enjoyed that, I know you're gonna love The End, The Book, which is the, also his website, theendthebook.com. J.L. Robb is a Christian author. Uh, Jerry, I wanna ask, is your book based loosely on the Bible? It is based, I wouldn't say loosely on the Bible, but it's based on the Bible, everything in it. Um, it's not just Revelation, it's also most of the prophets. And I made it as close to the Bible as, like I said, as I could. I don't think you could really write a true story about the end times because nobody really knows how that's gonna play out. 
Yes, except for John the Revelator, which is a true story, but it's futuristic, so we're just beginning to understand it, even as it is true and it's unfolding in today's modern newspaper headlines. But you fictionalize this with uh, imaginary characters, including, uh, uh, name, name the, the lead character again, and this is kind of a, a spy thriller. He goes through different uh, phases in his personal life, but also against the government. Yes, the, um, the characters, uh, Jeffrey Ross is a retired Navy SEAL, um, served in Vietnam, and his friends, the Admiral, uh, all these are veterans, at least most of his friends are veterans, so it's kind of like the senior citizens take on the jihadists when uh, Islam decides to take their war to the Bible Belt, thinking that Christians would turn the other cheek and not fight back. But they were sadly mistaken, uh, not sadly for us. But um, that's basically where the story goes. It's all over the world, though it's centered right here in Duluth, Georgia, just north of Atlanta, where the characters live. It's all over the place. It's in Afghanistan, Pakistan, India, uh, Russia. Uh, all these countries play a part in at least what I believe is gonna be the end. And unlike Left Behind, which I read every single one of those books, the day they came out, I would go to the bookstore and get them. And I loved it. I was just intrigued by it. I did think it was going more for the saved than the unsaved. And my message was to write for the unsaved. And that's what I've done. Like I said earlier to you, I, I don't have a lot of Bible thumping scriptures in it. I do have scriptures in it though. And then I show how they came to pass ancient prophecies. The only prophecies that haven't come to pass are the ones that deal with the end times. And up until now, they've been batting a thousand. So. Uh, the end times is gonna happen. Unfortunately, a lot of the church, people that go to church today do not believe the end times is gonna happen. It's, it's amazing, they don't know the story. So, so I'm telling want, them. Uh, Jerry, hold up a copy of your book, show people what the first one looks like. But there are seven books just like this one. Um, this one that you're holding up is The End, The Book, also your website, theendthebook.com. The first serial is called Part One, and then the end will come. Uh, and then it's part two, you have been warned, part three, visions and dreams, part four, the disappearance, uh, and part five, six, seven, it goes on and on. Uh, where is this going to end? When does Jesus come back in your series? Well, Jesus comes back in my series. Um, well, I can't really tell you exactly how that happens because I'd be telling the end of the book. It's got a, it's got a unique end to ending to it. And I got the ending when I was writing book one, I had a lot of dreams. I usually don't dream, but I started having dreams. And when I would have the dreams, if it was about the book, I would, if I woke up, I'd write it on a yellow post-it, put it on the bathroom mirror and think about it the next day. And my whole rapture theory changed uh, during writing book one. Uh, so <clears throat> I don't want to get into it, but I thought it would be quite controversial. But I've even had letters from Baptist preachers that said, um, they liked my take on, it wasn't my take, I don't think, I think it's God's take, because it, it came to me in a dream, and I never thought of it. But uh, one Baptist preacher wrote me, and he said, you know, I went and checked scripture, and I don't see any way that this might not be the way things happen. And so when I would get these dreams, it was like, I don't think I could have written them without the dreams. And ever since I finished the series, I'm back to normal, I hardly ever dream. But when I was writing, every night, things would come to me and I would just put them in the book. 
Well, we try to discern the spirits on this program and sometimes you have dreams. Honestly, everyone has dreams. Uh, we have to discern whether the dream came from uh, our own imagination, uh, our own historical memory. Uh, maybe I, I ate spicy spaghetti the night before and it caused me to think weird while I'm sleeping. But sometimes dreams come from angels or from the Holy Spirit. Sometimes they come from demons or you know, we've all had demonic dreams, I think. Uh, how do you personally try to discern the voices that are inspiring you? Well, I don't really hear, I don't, the only voice I ever heard was what I determined finally to, to be God talking to me, telling me to write my series. And um, that was that, that. And I asked God, since I had never written a book, I asked him if he would help me write the book. And I started having dreams. And like I said, I would write them down. And most of them, um, I used in the book. The stories came to me in dreams. Uh, a lot of things came to me in dreams. And you're right, I, I've spent time thinking, well, is this from God or is it not from God? Yeah. But I'm 100% convinced that the messages I got were from God and he was telling me to uh, go after the unsaved. And for me, the test is ultimately, does it conform to the Bible? So I'm, I'm encouraged that you have some Baptist preachers telling you that your book is biblical, that it, that it does match God's holy word, the Bible, which we know is inspired by the Holy Spirit. And when I compare my thoughts, uh, and I say I have an, uh, an anti-biblical thought, I think, well, maybe that came from the devil, but if it agrees with the Bible, maybe it did come from God. So I'm, I'm encouraged that you're using a, a biblical lens and that you have those good, Baptist preachers from the South who love the Bible, they will check you, they will help you discern the spirit. And it sounds like this may be inspired by the Holy Spirit. So I'm encouraged by that. Um, I don't wanna spoil any surprises, but after this short break, I'm gonna ask JL Robb about the rapture and the millennium and uh, the second coming and uh, some of the things that are in the book of Revelation after this. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I wanna introduce my friend, Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry in the work of PIJN News. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Well, I think everybody out there, y'all need to get behind Praying Jesus Names Ministry. Dr. Chaps here, but this great ministry needs your support and you, can, you should donate to it. You can also use your promo code PRAYNEWS and anything you're getting from my pillow with big discounts, a lot of those proceeds are coming right back. I'm gonna put them right back into this, into your amazing charity and show. 15 years ago, I invented my pillow. It took me two years to develop because I wanted to have everything you would ever want in a pillow. I made sure that you could adjust my patented fill so you could have the exact support you need as an individual regardless of your sleep position. I also wanted a pillow that would last, so I made my pillow machine washable and dryable. I back my pillow with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow, and to thank you for your support, I'm gonna pass the savings directly on to you. For example, you get my six-piece towel sets, regular $109.99, now only $44.98, or my pillow dog beds for as low as $19.99 with your promo code. I used to think that sheets were just sheets. I got the Giza Dream sheets. They are the most comfortable sheets I've ever had. The MyPillow topper for the first time has enabled me to have a cool night's sleep. I'm able to go to bed and just 
get rest. That's three inches of wonderful that's in the MyPillow mattress topper. It's just like a firm cloud. MyPillow helps me get a good night's sleep so I can do my job in the morning. Go to MyPillow.com to get deep discounts, not just on my pillows, but so much more. For example, you get my six-piece towel sets, regular $109.99, now only $44.98. Or MyPillow dog beds for as low as $19.99 with your promo code. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by J.L. Robb, who is written a seven-part fictionalized Christian series called The End, the book.com. Uh, Jerry, I, I, without talking about your book, let's set your book aside for a second. And by the way, would you hold up a copy of your book again and tell people the title? Uh, and where, where do you want people to begin subscribing to this serial? Where can people buy the first copy? Uh, you can buy the book at amazon.com or barnesandnoble.com. Uh, you can buy it from my website if you want autographed copies, which is underneath my name on the screen, theendthebook.com. And um, you can order it from any bookstore. Well, but the online, I'd say probably Amazon sells about as many as anybody. Well, that's good. I want to encourage people, though, go directly to his website because then he can get most of the profits and it doesn't go to some other company. The end, the book. Dot com is where you can buy his series. Jerry, let's set aside your book series, which is gonna be turned into a movie soon. You're in negotiations for a, 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 a screenplay version of this. Let's set aside your book, and I don't wanna spoil any surprises that might come. People need to read the book if they wanna get that. But what is your view generally of the scripture? There are uh, uh, different views of what people call the rapture, when Jesus returns to rescue the church, and separate the church in heaven maybe from the world or uh, uh, the judged people, the non-Christians who will end up ultimately in hell. Uh, but where does that separation come in the form of the rapture? The Bible says uh, that there will be a sound like a mighty trumpet and even Jesus said in Matthew 24 uh, that he will return with his holy angels to, to, to gather the elect. Who are the elect? When does this happen? Is it pre-tribulation, post-tribulation, mid-tribulation? What is the tribulation and what do you think? Well, as I said, the tribulation and the rapture all came to me in a dream. I will say when I first read the Bible, I was a post-tribulation rapturist. I've written articles about the basic theories of rapture, rapture theory. And of course, this theory never even came about to the 1800s, but I would say, then I began believing in pre-tribulation. I knew that it couldn't be twice because Jesus is supposed to come as a lamb and a lion, so that would he's only gonna come one more time. So I got confused by it. I certainly wanted to believe in pre-tribulation rapture because who wants to go through that? But the, um, the dream I got, I'm gonna say, is all of the above, pre-tribulation, mid-tribulation, post-tribulation. All it's, of the above. It's an, ongoing, it's an ongoing affair. There are people that begin to disappear. There's nothing in the Bible that says everybody's gonna disappear at 2.15 Wednesday afternoon. Um, and <laughs> You're the not gonna predict when got, the rapture's happening, that's good. Yeah, and so the dreams that I got were that uh, a lot of people that believe they're gonna be raptured because they go to church and they're Christians, uh, a lot of these, a lot of Christians today also believe in abortion. They believe in gay marriage. 
They believe in a lot of things that are totally unbiblical. I'm not exactly sure why that's happening, except it was it has to happen because it was predicted to happen, the falling away of the church. So I have people sitting around in, in church on a Sunday saying, my friend Jane has disappeared and nobody knows where she went. And then after a while, some of these people are sitting around thinking, well, why would she have been raptured when I'm just such a much better Christian than she is? And it goes on like that. So it is an ongoing event. And I would encourage people uh, to read it with an open mind because I do not believe that it's going to happen on Tuesday at 2.15. Well, Jesus says no man knows the day or the hour. We don't want to predict when this is going to happen. But ultimately, the Bible describes the rise of an antichrist figure who rules the world and fights against Israel and fights against Christians. And, and there is a conflict coming. Uh, do you address some of that in your book? I do. I address the conflict. Um, uh, Israel is surrounded by her enemies like she's supposed to be. The Suez Canal is, is uh, closed because of terrorism. Uh, I have in the first book, I have a nuclear Indian nuclear submarine that's been hijacked by Islamists and they closed the Panama Canal with a nuclear weapon. And then not too long after that, there's a nuclear bomb that goes off at, at uh, Buford Dam just above Atlanta and cuts off Atlanta's water supply. And Atlanta becomes a shell of the city. Everything's burned out. There's riots. It's, it's a place for homeless people. Nobody wants to go there. And that all happens right in the first book. And it, go, it goes, everything goes downhill from there. Yeah. And even with that, it's very difficult for a lot of the church and a lot of other people to believe that this is really happening but it really is gonna happen. And I think people will be caught, um, including me, probably uh, totally surprised when it does come. Well, with the, with the international politics and, and the spy thriller ideas, you remind me of some books I've read by Tom Clancy. Uh, and you know you have a Navy, Navy SEAL in your story, kind of like Jack Ryan and his stories. Uh, but your book series is again, the end, the book, and it's a, it's a Christian, novel series about the end times. I'm excited, I, I wanna uh, get a copy of this. I wanna begin to uh, you know, indulge my wildest uh, uh, reading pleasure to, to glorify God at the same way. And Rob, we usually like to close this program in prayer. Let me uh, offer a prayer for God's blessing on your work. Father Thank in heaven, you. I ask your blessing today on J.L. Rob and this book series, The End. Uh, and Lord, we welcome you. Maranatha, Lord, come Lord Jesus, as it says at the end of Revelation. Uh, we, we welcome the end times, we are not afraid because we are the church triumphant. And whether we go through persecution as we, as we already do, uh, whether we are rescued from that persecution as Jesus, we, you promise you will, we trust you to do it in your own way, in your own time, and we welcome that day uh, because we will ultimately be reunited as the bride is with her groom to celebrate with Jesus in heaven. God bless uh, Jerry's work in this book and, and the souls that may be saved through their consideration of the Holy Bible. In Jesus' name, amen. Jerry, thanks for coming on the show today. Amen. Thank you very much for, uh, I'll, I'll have you a book in the mail before the day's over. I appreciate that. Okay, his uh, website, theendthebook.com. Our website is prayinjesusname.org. 
Please donate when you visit. Again, PrayInJesusName.org. If you need prayer or if you wanna donate by phone, pick up the phone and call us right now. It's toll free, it's 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.